0: Welcome to the In General podcast. In this episode, we will finally be sharing our thoughts on Fallen Kingdom. But before that, I want to highlight that this year really has become the year for Jurassic fans. Not only did Jurassic Park 5 hit cinemas, we have and we still are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the movie that started this franchise, the movie that captured our minds all that time ago. Universal hosted an incredible event at the Universal Studios Hollywood Park in May, where hundreds, potentially even thousands of fans got together to celebrate this movie. The park was opened at night, especially for the event. Fans wore costumes, they took part in trivia and dance contests, and we took photos with jeeps from the Jurassic Park motor pool. Panels were also hosted by Colin Trevorrow featuring talent and crew from the movies, including the wonderful Laura Dern and the hilariously engaging Jeff Goldblum. It was a lot of fun and you can read the summary and more about it on our website. Also this year uh, Frontier Developments released Jurassic World Evolution, a multi-platform video game where you can build your own Jurassic World. The game is a lot of fun, it's visually stunning, it's, it's really worth picking up. There's a lot more to discuss and we'll get into all of that but now I'd like to introduce our guests this evening, Ryan and Alex. It's been a long time. How are you guys? Heyo! Hey!
1: That's how I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I guess that's how we're all doing. Fallen Kingdom. Let's talk to it.
1: <laughs> Let's talk to it? <laughs> Let's
0: talk about it. Um, so, I saw it for the f- fifth time, I think, last night. Uh, less than I would have expected, but that was my fifth screening. How many, how many times have you guys seen Fallen Kingdom?
2: I think maybe like eight
1: Whoa, that's intense! Yeah, <laughs> not that many. Uh, three, three for me. Three
0: times. You gonna go again, or are you kind of done? Uh,
1: after the third one, I'm
0: done. I'm good. <sighs> Wait for, now. for Blu-ray, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait for HD. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to discuss about *Fallen Kingdom*, but uh, I mean, my 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 seriously positive takeaway from this movie is I think it's the most attractive. It's the most visually pleasing. Jurassic movie. I would
2: agree that with seems that to for be, sure.
1: Yeah. That seems to be the takeaway. Uh I don't think there's any argument from anybody about the looks of the film. Beautifully shot. I mean Oscar Feore like dude, hands down mm. best mm. cinematography. And there are others.
0: Yeah. And there's a handful of um shots and and sequences that really throw back to the original movies, especially I even noticed uh, when Maisie, uh, when the, in the corridor, when they reveal all about Maisie being a clone. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> if what? you haven't seen the movie and you're listening to this, what are what? you doing? <laughs> Get out. Go see the movie. I went to the bathroom Maisie's during that part.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that scene is uh, interesting. But when the guy, when the Indoraptor takes out the two guards, Mills runs away. And Maisie's against the wall, and she's breathing, and the shot's slowly moving towards it, just like Tim in Jurassic Park. It's the same shot. See,
2: that's a lot more yeah. subtle than some of the other shot callbacks.
0: <laughs> if anything, I like, I mean, it's great and all, but maybe there's too many.
1: Yeah.
2: Because you've got. Well, I like, feel
0: like, compared to Jurassic World, do you feel like they were too on the nose?
2: Well, I, I think, I mean, there might even be more than Jurassic World. You've got stuff like the shot of Maisie and the dumbwaiter, the brachiosaur. Uh, the shot of them on the rocks, the
0: other Brachiosaur shot. <laughs> there's,
2: there's like yeah. loads. There's, there's a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I think on this viewing, uh, I was kind of peeved by as, as after seeing the concept art that was released a few mm. days ago, which you can find on Outpost dot com. Uh, I think the the concept art of the Jeep. Oh no. The Explorer. I mean, in the movie, it is. I mean it's it's the Jurassic Park Jeep but it's in the middle of uh, unidentifiable forest it's not anywhere specific whereas in the concept mm-hmm. art it's in the same position where it landed 25 years ago and you can see the part of the paddock the, the T-Rex paddock so you know whereabouts they are it's kind of it just doesn't look like that in the movie. It's a weird
2: thing, cause like from my understanding, it was written as more of a reveal, like as a classic Jurassic thing. You know, very specifically saying like, oh, we see a familiar-looking tree and this mammoth wall, and then like the explorer comes into view. And it's supposed to be more of like a nest for Blue, isn't it? You look at the concept art, and there's hundreds of like of dead dinosaurs like littered around. Whereas in the film, you don't see that except for when the, like the lava's like rolling forward. There's, I don't know what it is, but like a skull mm-hmm. of some description, and that Looks always like con- an
0: ankylosaurus it, or something. It,
2: it really confused me that it was there because it was kind of like, was that there a minute ago? What what is this? Is there some relevance? Was this like a reference to Jurassic Park? Am I missing? Did something die in here? Or what?
0: <laughs> it's it's weird. There's a lot. There's a lot of that, and there's a lot of um, from set photos we know from real news Hawaii when they were filming there, mm. and from all the stuff in London we know there's so a lot that isn't on the screen so there was a lot that was cut whether or not those were important scenes I mean they they obviously made the movie a little longer if we, if we talk about what Daniela Pineda said uh, about the movie being a whole 30 minutes longer mm. uh, that wasn't just cutting before and after scenes that seems like big chunks of the movie were taken out
1: Yeah, well, especially with the Stegosaurus scene. There was the one that was, I mean, because, Jack, I don't know if it was uh, the skeleton was a Stegosaurus or not. I feel like it was, uh, I heard that it was like a, a uh, shit. It was um, a dinosaur. The big red pompadour, Elvis. Uh, <laughs> um, not, not a parasaur, but I, I, um, I don't know what it was. Uh, either way, they shot an animatronic scene with the stegosaurus dead uh the full-on animatronic with like
2: it looked great didn't it with the split plates and everything yeah like like the plates
1: yeah yeah and like the the plates were kind of going lopsided in different directions and owen kind of walks by it um which is kind of a cool i mean idea to think about like whoa first how did blue blue took down a stegosaurus but then how did blue get it to the nest or did it just stumble across (laughs) blue's nest (laughs)
2: I th- I um, mean, I kind of looked at it more as, like, something from the volcano took down the Stegosaur, like like a flying rock or something. I don't know. Oh, but yeah.
1: Oh, so, like, it I, just I thought died. there
2: was, like, maybe some, like, charredness to it, but maybe I'm imagining that.
1: Yeah, but that would have been cool to see. Like, just little elements. Like, I feel like there yeah. were just parts that they took out because they felt it wasn't relevant. Um yeah, but I would have loved to have seen it. I
2: think that's one of the biggest things, maybe we all feel, and that people online feel, is that it blitzes through the stuff on the island way too quickly. I mean, I think I timed it the other day, and they're only on the island for about twenty minutes, and then it's done.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they round up all the dinosaurs. We know they film them mm. because many a couple of the extras have talked about it. So when when Wheatley says, "You know, we've already got a load at the East mm. Dock," I mean, why why weren't we seeing that? <laughs> Especially if they're introducing new species in this movie. It would have been great You'd, if we really, could have seen um, that roundup.
2: I saw a, a random featurette in a really low quality the other day on, I think it was on Twitter or Inst- it might, might be on Instagram, and there was a line that Wheatley had that's not in the film, where he turns to Owen and says, oh, your raptor's already taken out two of my boys trying to capture it, or something like that, that you know fully implies they'd been on the island longer than...
0: Um, but it's not in the film, so... Hmm. <laughs> that's interesting, because that yeah. completely contradicts The way it happens in the movie
2: I kind of feel like they've been there a little while And like time is like running out Like they know they need blue Because of all
0: this shit with the Indoraptor Also do you think it's hinted That they were, they captured those dinosaurs
2: Yeah Yeah, I I, I think so at least. I mean, it's really hard to tell because the the film, the the way it plays, time plays out is really confusing. They capture that T Rex in like fucking record time. It basically kicks the gyrosphere and then walks straight into a cage and is floating at the the boat or something. Yeah, Yeah, the the T Rex capture.
0: Wasn't it kind of moving in the direction of the cliff face anyway? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how did it get. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'll leave it. Um but yeah so fifth time last night watching it I enjoy the movie for very specific things one of them being the cinematography and all the callbacks the intro scene the opening sequence that's fantastic Mm -hmm. but yeah unfortunately um, it's it's both fantastic and really really dumb (laughs) in my opinion that's pretty fair that's pretty fair and it's it's really it's really Difficult to to talk about because I want st- to. I want to stay positive, and it's and it looks so good, and it's Bayona, right? So you think it's gonna kind of follow the same as his other movies, which are all relatively well-paced, re- relatively slow movies. But it, it just completely doesn't. It other than the opening scene, uh, keeps itself moving at a ridiculously fast pace. Mm yeah no it's uh eh, it seems to be
1: at least kind of like we all kind of differ in how we see the film, but I think there is just like an overall consensus that um if you guys get to watch that uh we we were we were showing it the other day um a couple of my friends sent it to me but the the two guys review of fallen kingdom in the garage oh I
0: think I put that in the group, yeah. the the yeah. um yeah um, uh, i forget what that was what those two guys
1: yeah those two guys they kind of nail it on the head in terms of like what fallen kingdom is in terms of just style tone uh everything kind of grouped together and clashed into what is the movie um it just we're definitely separating ourselves from the franchise it's purposefully doing that uh at least what, you know, this isn't your dad's JP. <laughs> uh, and I can say that because I'm a dad and it was my JP. Uh, but it's it's got this it's it's definitely holding true to what Crichton's underlying elements of the original novels were, which was and what Malcolm said in the movie like genetic power is, is the most awesome creation man has ever made and You know they're wielding it like a kid who's found his dad's gun. So (laughs) it's 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 just it's just the mistakes that we continue to make with genetic power in each movie. It the movie is essentially yes, kind of about dinosaurs. That's what the first film is about. Um, But there is like the underlying tone of genetic power. The thing with Fallen Kingdom is it's taking that tone and making it into a literal sense, and it's keeping the dinosaurs within the films for fan service it feels like now and it's just kind of recreating and hashing shots um and giving us yes new species that we want to see but like there's so much
0: not of doing it that much justice mm. yeah
1: it's just it's it's it i'm it's I'm still very interested
0: i i mean it,
1: it, the Maisie thing like didn't really throw me off in terms of bel- i mean that's more believable oh, no. obviously yeah. than that's like fun. you know a dinosaur And, but, like, that's essentially where we are, you know, where this can take, you know, genetic power can make hybrids, yes, and you can do all kinds of things with species, but, like, you know, you can recreate life, like, life. And I'm going to be, I'm very interested to see where Jurassic World 3 goes, but I just, I love what I'm seeing in Fallen Kingdom, but it's just in my heart, Jurassic World and where it's gone since the first Jurassic World, uh, it's just it's just so, it's so disjointed from what I know of the Jurassic franchise to be. That's all I can really say about it.
0: The I noticed on the fifth viewing that it it really is scene after scene with dinosaurs. Uh, there there really isn't hmm. much. It didn't seem like there's much screen time without a dinosaur. Um, in so in that sense, I feel like it kind of overdid it. And I know it wanted to go crazy, especially to introduce all these new species. Um but I I noticed the Baryonyx scene. It kind of I really liked that scene to begin with. I really liked how that played out, but the more I think about it, they're they're kind of just introducing a baryonyx for the first time on screen. And then it And they point that out in the interview. Claire's going to the island to protect and save the dinosaurs. As soon as one's coming to attack her, she she makes sure that shit can't get out, and it's like kind of contradicting the whole reason she's there. Another um, <laughs> just just a quick one on the Baryonyx as well. As it comes through, we've discussed this before. It gets hit with lava in lava in the head, right? Lava. Okay. Lava. Yeah. Hottest substance on Earth. Right. Lava.
2: Other than you. That would
0: oh, stop. <laughs> stop it. Um, <laughs> that would go straight through its flesh. Mm. That well, would went go to... straight through its skull.
1: It went right? through the gyrosphere. Through yeah, the water. I mean,
2: even then, yeah, exactly. It's still it's still so like, burning all So
0: It would have it would have it would have burnt I mean I mean it was a it was a big load that hit this baryonyx. It would have gone straight yeah. through to the brain and killed this baryonyx in its tracks. But the Baryonyx just continues Trying to get Franklin mm. And I didn't, there's no logic to it as I don't like his behaviour,
2: like why, why is it not like wh- try, yeah, so Where's the I, self Preservation instinct in that whole scene They're not behaving like animals anymore They're such villains, and even the new designs of the dinosaurs They look evil Like why can't you just make it look like an animal Why has it got to be such a villain all the time
0: That's it, and that comes back to The whole thing during development hell For Jurassic Park 4, we kept every time we see a concept from it it's a more aggressive version of the dinosaur and you gotta ask who's asking for that more aggressive t-rex it's like I'm happy with the way t-rex was because mm. it was almost like a nature documentary you get that realism you get that it's protecting itself you know when when they the two t-rexes the mother and the father are surrounding the trailers in the lost world and Sarah goes this isn't hunting behavior you know that they came mm. for their infant. It's like that mm-hmm. is yeah. what Jurassic Park is about. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a shame yeah. the the Baryonyx didn't have that for me. Yeah, as cool as the scene as it was, very cool location as well. I've always wanted to see some of the underground tunnels of Nublar mm. detailed in the book. They're on maps. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: there's. <sighs> It really is so hard you guys to talk about the film because there really were like aspects of like more than Jurassic World, aspects of this film that I loved. But the story is just like I want to like pick and pick it apart and be like yes, let's take that and no, let's throw that out and yes. And I would even keep the Maisie as a clone part like like yeah, let's keep that in because that's like a that's a I want to see where Maisie goes in Jurassic World 3 and like mm. how I mean she's obviously a vital if they just like throw her out and she's not transposable, oh god, green, it's yeah. Like, oh, like we just made a clone, <laughs> alive. Like that's like a thing. Me. <laughs> like me, like oh my gosh, you did not do a, a, a service to Maisie because she could have been like she now has a connection, like a real connection with these animals. I, I not, really like not the
2: whole the whole thing with her. Like I think it's a really mm-hmm. cool addition to the the franchise because it's a very good point that this technology exists has existed for the last twenty five years and all anyone has used it for is cloning dinosaurs through a theme park. That seems kind of weird, right? So eventually, right. of course, you know it's going to come out of the box, like Malcolm says. But the whole thing about her being a clone doesn't really bear any weight on the direction of this film. You could take it out, and the events would still play out almost identically. I mean, yeah. am I wrong?
0: No, completely right. Wrong. It's it's could a big thing out. for them to set up, and uh, it doesn't affect the story. Mm. I mean, it's just there. The only... And also, what I really, <laughs> what I really didn't like was the mill scene where he says well, what do you think Maisie is like I really didn't need the clarification so I, I kind of I kind of picked that one up with all the hints that you've been doing through it, the movie it's kind
2: of weird cuz I mean as we like all know it's really obvious from the trailers that wasn't originally in the film you know in the in I can't think which trailer it was we see that one guy in the hallway and they're like you got to get us out of here and then that guy gets absolutely
0: mulled um yeah and obviously they reshot and, it and- That whole line about, you've got to get us out of Mm. here, that... What does it mean? I don't see how that (laughs) fits with the story we received as well. That's so interesting, Mm. because at that point, they're trying to get away from those guys. Mm. Um, So that's really interesting. But yeah, it seems like they (laughs) reshot... Well, uh, they reshot that scene, right? They did, They must have added that in. So...
2: I mean I, I like the way Maisie was revealed up to that point It's very subtle Lockwood has all these little lines That you don't notice the first time you view it You go back and you're like Oh shit son She's <laughs> a mirror image all that um, kind of And rough. even yeah the, the whole the photo album thing I mean that's pretty cool really that's, you know, I, 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 I like
0: that That's fine with me yep. And I loved his, his model of Jurassic Park in his bedroom. It's
2: such a shame that it doesn't get more screen time because yeah. it's
0: a lot bigger than you
2: realize. There are there are little jeeps on it as well as the explorers, the little raptor paddock from JP is off to the side. Um but yeah, they can Do we have any is there any photos of that? Um I mean, there might be. <laughs> we can hope that, you know, eventually they'll release tons of I mean, hopefully somebody shot an interview in front of it. That'd be great, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Like Spielberg or someone. But yeah. it, it is interesting. Um Bayona confirmed in an interview, I think it was Collider, where he said there's there's not going to be any deleted scenes on yeah, the Blu-ray. Yeah. And I really, really am shocked I, by that. I
2: think it's because, to my knowledge, there's only a couple long scenes that were cut from the film. Other than that, it's a lot of trimming. Like It seems like almost every scene lost some weight. And when you watch the trailers and the featurettes and stuff and compare it to the film, you notice it. The diner scene where half of Owen's dialogue is missing... Uh, in the bunker, Franklin doesn't fix that light bulb anymore. Every scene seems to have a little bit taken out of it, and it just adds up to so much stuff.
0: But, but it, yeah, it would be lovely to receive a director's cut because I do feel like I feel like it just doesn't cut the same way a Bayona movie has mm-hmm. in the past. It doesn't linger um, at all. It doesn't give any any chance of, of like when uh, Wheatley's says, "Let's move out" after they capture Blue and shoot Owen. <laughs> He doesn't even finish his line I'm, before we've cut away. The thing
2: is, I'm convinced uh-huh. um, that a lot of the scenes, the dialogue has been like cut around that Wheatley scene where he's like, "Fuck, what does he say?" He's like, um, when he's talking to Zia, their lines don't match up. It feels like they've been cut together wrong. And there was a scene before that I think with with Claire and and that I felt exactly the same. It's so weird. It really like feels like someone really mashed this up in the
0: edit that's interesting yeah Um, yeah i wanted to see uh,
1: see a lot of scenes just kind of just stretched out like you could have done like Mm. three more seconds of film time or five more seconds (laughs) and i feel like that's what made the first five minutes so damn good and i mean we can't praise the opening enough like it's hands Mm. down the best opening in the franchise but even oh now, like it's 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 what he did with like the sound. It's what he did with like s- using simple elements that give you a sense of what you know is happening, but without really showing you or really telling you. Like, and that's that suspense, man. Like that's using your imagination mm. to kind of see what's on screen, but then be like, oh, you know, like <laughs> that's what builds up the anticipation in your in within yourself. And there were just a lot of scenes that like didn't quite give me enough of like what I want and. It's like the first five minutes was something completely different of the entire film in itself. Mm. From that point to the if... to rele- to leaving the island was a classic every JP story. Like, here's the situation why we need to go back. Let's round up who we need to get. Now we're on the island. Shit, now we need to get off the island. That'll happen in 20 minutes. And then it was a completely different dark, gothic Bayona film.
3: Mm.
1: And so that's why it's just like my mind when i think about it it's like i can't like one day it's going to be like i tell you it's a i'm giving it like a 4 out of 10 because the story is like throwing me way off and then the next i'm going to tell you like it's a 7 out of 10 because of the way that it just looked and the you know the feels that i got when i saw a certain
2: part when it's but good like, it's really good but when it's yes. bad
0: it's really dumb <laughs>
2: yeah
0: and and i notice yes. that i i think i notice it more and more the more you watch it. Second viewing was better for me than the first viewing, but the more I watch it, the more I notice the inconsistencies and, and the, the dialogue that just seems off and, and weird. And uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I think personally uh, it's, it's a little biased because I just don't... I'm just not really a fan of Owen and Claire. I just, like, mm-hmm. as characters, I don't like them. Do you remember when the Jurassic Park movies, the heroes in the movies... Were scientists and paleontologists. Do you remember people. when those were the heroes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they f- now now it is literally a macho man, a military man, and Claire Deering. I mean, mm. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I I really didn't like her in Fallen Kingdom. I'll be honest. I I thought she was the worst part. I thought Mills and Wheatley. T- uh, brilliant and so well played
2: I really like Mills up until the first scene he has with Toby Jones and he suddenly develops a lisp for like a whole scene for some reason and I just don't understand after that it's like he's got dollar signs in his eyes and then he just becomes this two dimensional villain whereas the whole way up to that he was a completely believable real person like I really liked him as a character and I don't understand I think Chris. What changed. You, well,
0: when he's yeah, when he's in, when he introduced himself to Claire, he plays it so well. I love he's that dating, scene. You know, he's got this, like he really, boyish really charm. Plays it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 he, you grow to like him. Obviously, mm. he, even if he is a CD character, you like him like mm-hmm. the same way you like Ludlow. Mm. Ludlow's a motherfucker, but I love Ludlow. I love Ludlow. Yeah, <laughs> Ludlow, yeah. You know, this suit mm-hmm. cost more than your education. What a prick! it's <laughs> oh. like, <he's> so good. <laughs> yeah, um, Wheatley. Wheatley, but, I thought
1: was definitely the best.
0: He's such an enjoyable but,
2: asshole, isn't he? Yeah,
1: I mean, when just he, when, like, on. you couldn't you couldn't get like, well, I didn't get it as much evoked from anybody else than I did Wheatley. It's like, I mean, as soon as he, you get off the plane, you kind of see him, you know, he's kind of a scoundrel. But the whole <laughs> shooting Owen and then going and just as soon as oh, he blows him so over, good. I was like.
0: Ooh! Ooh, you son of a bitch! Like that's ooh, yeah. that's cold. That's good. And when he, I love it—the banter that he has with uh, Zia. Zia, yeah. When mm-hmm. he's like, uh, oh, "Do we have a heartbeat?" and she's like, "Do you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. There's some. There's some really great moments. But as in that interview, uh, not that interview, that review that with the two guys, <laughs> they point out so many things, um, like how Zia. Wheatley says something about Zia. Zia makes a comeback where she picks up the dart from his thing and then slaps his pocket, saying, You mm. know, you sh- something along the lines of, um, I'm not I'm, as weak or as the as... comment implies. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, you know, I'm a, just because, whatever. And then he, she just straight up calls Chris Pratt a beefcake. You know, right. as, as demoralizing as that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's It doesn't quite know where it wants, to, what message it's trying to give. In some of the scenes, I think some of the scenes are great. Some of the dialogue and and some of the way the characters interact are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> Zia was Forgetting also fantastic. Claire's opening laugh in the bar.
2: Oh, oh yeah, she does that?
0: God, awful, awful laugh. Apparently, just... um,
2: she laughs. She's really well known by the crew for laughing on set. Like the the I've heard rumors that the crew go as far to make like master cuts of just Bryce Dallas
0: Howard laughing all the time, which
2: just seems like oh. a really weird thing to be known for. I
0: can't. Hopefully, it's not that kind of laugh because that just sounded like really bad fake mm. laughing. Um, it's, it's so strange You know what, actually I kind
2: of really I, I really wanted that shot of the um, The vinyl in the record player to be in the film Because that's actually a really nice shot The way it cuts through the air, you know, from the trailer it's a the That's a good point Yeah, that
0: wasn't <laughs> it What I what I did find cool about the marketing And obviously this was more from a um, Because it hadn't been completed yet The visual effects But when you f- remember the first piece of footage we saw Where Chris Pratt Runs out the forest, run, (laughs) and then (laughs) that sequence. There's no flames. There's no burnt forest that he's running out of. It's it's just trees, and I found that fascinating. That in the movie, you're like, oh my god, it's all on fire. Like that was a good reveal. Where's the fire? Where's the fire? (laughs) Space cam,
2: Doctor Malcolm.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, it's a it's it's an interesting movie. I couldn't give it a rating at this point, but out of ten, you guys got. I I agree with Ryan. Everything. If you ask
2: me about the score, if you ask me about the visuals, if you ask me about the the story, it would change, and that's kind of a weird thing to be able to say about a movie.
1: Yeah, Gia Chino. Yeah. I wasn't really a fan of Jurassic World, but Giachino hit it with this one. I <laughs> loved like, and I, Alex was know- kind of talking to me about it. He was like, eh, you should give it," and I'm like, "Nah, man." Like, hmm. and. I'm like, his stuff's too whimsical. But then I listened to, or I watched the movie again and I mm-hmm. paid closer attention to the soundtrack and I was like, I didn't notice the Jaws theme in the opening when um, T-Rex is, you know, when they're like, what is that? And you, or the whole scene is building up from essentially Mosasaurus chomping down the sub. You, you just hear like the, Dun, like, it just like builds. It's different than Jaws, but it, like it's the same rhythm. It's the same, you know. It's the same mm. beat. And then as soon as T Rex shows himself, it's like dun dun dun, dun 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 dun, it's really good, isn't it? You know, I, I yeah.
2: think it's even better when you listen to it on its own because some of the film covers up some of the best parts of the score somehow. I mean, the first time mm-hmm. I watched the film, I came out like, oh, well, I didn't really enjoy the score this time around. And then the more I watched it, and the more I really, you know, listened in. I was like, actually, you know what? This is kind of new and fresh, and I like
0: this. I've got to give it a listen, another listen, because I definitely noticed yesterday uh, there were really elements to the score that I loved. Mm. And even when he, when Mills, spoilers, when Mills picks up the pillow and goes to <laughs> kill uh, Lockwood. What? You get that boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. You get those heavy drums, which are. Now, I don't know if they were actually in the movies, but they were used for a trailer, teaser, somewhere in the original Jurassic. You know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm speaking about, Alex? I think so. Really deep. Boom, 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 boom. It was used in. It
2: might be like The Lost World. Like, um, just before. When they're back in San Diego, there's some stuff like that there. Yes. Right. That's it. Yes,
1: yes. Right before T Rex roars and.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So Giachino turns out he nailed this one I do feel Mm. I think many people agree with that it's a really nice score. From
2: the stuff that's come up online it sounds like he spent a lot more time on this apparently there are a lot more alternates recorded and stuff like that he really went to town to try different things out and then I you know when they finally put the movie together he had a lot more to work with which is really interesting compared to Jurassic World which Ryan's right is a lot more sort of whimsical and
0: so I feel like the if we talk about the Indoraptor I think Visually Incredible mm-hmm. I love its design And I love the gold stripe up the side And I mm. really feel When we first see it Out of the cage After it's killed um, Toby Jones And Chris Pratt and Is with Owen uh, Sorry Owen is with Claire and Maisie mm. And they see it And you know They have to sneak around The way it's back Like shivers you know, when it's kind of adjusting, yeah. it's like it's like like a dog shaking itself. It's got this horrible rabid feel to it. There's um, there's a really um, good
2: interview with um, um, Neil Scanlan where he said the way they designed it was to make it look like there were things wrong with it, like its scales were rotting off. It was constantly shedding its skin, and that it was just like this absolute aberration that wasn't quite working.
0: And I think that reflects That's that screen. Cool. Yeah, I think um, the the teeth as well. The way it was, mm. I think it was the same for the Indominus Rex or similar. But the teeth just completely come out the mouth. Oh yeah, the the, the underbite. Yeah, it's it's vicious. Mm. It looks like a. It's a great creature, and the animatronics slash the visual effects both are exceptional. Yes, mm. uh, in the way it works, and I love other than the the mustache. Swirling. I love the scene when it plays dead, or when it plays unconscious. You know, it plays oh, the smile. Dead. You know, you and, know and
2: why that's great is because it's a slow reveal. It's a real slow death, and it's I really appreciate that. It scares the shit out of you because yes. you know what's coming, but Wheatley doesn't yes. know what's coming. But then Mill's death, in contrast, is a hundred percent way too quick. The way that he literally just gets ripped out of frame by the T Rex, and everything's fucking running around, and
0: he doesn't get a justice death. No, like he didn't. Yeah, exactly. He just dies quick and you see his leg and then that's it yeah no you're right he, he got an eddie death yeah something we need to to, to pass over eddie's is built
2: up to like the, the rex is a smashing around the, the mercedes and you know you, you're fearful he's trying to get the that fucking shot, shot uh, the, the lid that shot, shot where eddie's
0: sitting there he's <laughs> sitting there and he's like oh God. like he looks out oh it's brilliant it brilliant is. i mean we could talk about lost world all day but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Indoraptor was fantastic. Uh, the design was great, and I loved the way it moved. I loved all the visuals that are compl- like complemented it. You know, when it's on the roof, the moon, the yeah. very gothic M- shot. M- M- Ironically, Bayona and Oscar for a monster movie.
2: My my favorite part for the Indoraptor is when Chris Pratt is smashing up that lever that controls the um, uh, I don't even know what it's called the the, the rail system. And it's the way the music does, it's really like wah, wah, wah. and the Indoraptor's just staring at him through the cage, mm-hmm. it's been like moving back and forth and they're all fucking around and it, it's just waiting, it's patient because mm-hmm. it knows it's going to get its moment so it's just sat in there watching them and that's so that's creepy thing, you know,
0: <laughs> It plays, the Indoraptor plays uh, interestingly you know, it gingerly opens Maisie's window mm. you know, it it gingerly opens open it with, <laughs> with its claw in it and it, it sneaks in and goes over the bed it doesn't touch anything, it's, it's perfect but then when it's chasing her in the corridor it's smashing into walls and it mm. can't control itself and, and I'm just like I thought this was the smartest and most vicious predator to ever walk the earth the smartest thing they've ever created but it it can't catch an eight-year-old girl running down the corridor. Another another thing right. that really gets
2: me is that obviously
0: the very first film
2: establishes that velociraptors can open doors and then we see the Indoraptor open Maisie's door, like you said. But both the cage the Indoraptor is in and the cage that Blue in is in later on, they don't have locks or anything. They just have a very simple latch that you lift up and neither
0: of them could get out, really? They weren't even trying. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what I mean, it's full of weird little things like that which really don't matter but it's when you add them up and you just can't I can't suspend my disbelief anymore you know mm. um, but that's, again it's like what do you think of the Indoraptor I thought it was awesome and really dumb in parts it didn't, it didn't really make yeah. sense that's, it's, the whole movie like that is like that for me it's, and- it's both fantastic and it's both has very cringy moments.
2: It's not really in the film that much. I mean it is wrapped up pretty quickly towards the end. So you, you know we got the film kind of ends and I sat there and realized I was like, "Oh, this is probably all we'll ever see of the Indoraptor. The next film will be about something completely different. This was its moment and I don't think it quite lived up to it." I don't know. I don't know what do you guys think?
1: I I had enough of the Indoraptor. I feel I feel like it had its run. It's qu- cuz I'm done with hybrids yeah yeah um, for sure <laughs> I'm I was done after the the Indominus I thought that they should have killed it with that because like that was like the sim, you know symbolic of blue and the T-Rex and the Mosasaurus like all naturally going after something that is unnatural like you mm. you should not exist and and so we're like <gasps> we're, we're killing you and then and that might be like what led blue to the Indo and why you know Owen's also there uh I just want to go back to what you said about creeping down the door. I thought that was one of the best scenes in the movie. How the camera shifts, how you think it's climbing up the mm-hmm. roof, but the camera shifts and it's really climbing down at a very steep angle, and then it's practically upside down, just going, "I'm gonna open this window." I mean, I loved how it kind of that perception. But uh, I'm, I'm no, I I'm curious to see if Jurassic World Three is gonna bring if it's gonna be like come full circle to I mean my hope is that it's this is all coming back to full circle JP where like what do you know what how do we coexist with these creatures and how how do uh, these creatures essentially evolve in the world that they're living in. So are we gonna see more natural like feathered dinosaurs or, you know hopefully we see them become more as animals. But like these these animals were bitted off to like black market who knows who, you know, especially the Russian guy, like he plans on using the Allosaur and another for like what war combat. And they were essentially bidding them off for like that sort of, those sort of reasons. Like the Ankylosaurus is basically a living tank. And (laughs) which we uh, have to
0: talk about for a sec. We have to talk about that. Okay. If you could afford an Ankylosaurus to be your tank, why wouldn't you just buy a tank? What? What purpose would an animal serve that probably wouldn't do what you want it to? Because it it's an animal; it's gonna disagree, and also, as soon as you shoot the underbelly of that animal, it's gonna die. Whereas a tank can survive. <laughs> is it three, like tank explosions around it, or, or something else to, to that regard? A, a tank's a better investment. That's that's the biggest problem. What what are you actually selling <laughs> these animals for? I,
1: I I took away that they were trying to take one to then because like. Woo was basically saying, and every, I mean, the whole illusion was that this is now open world, right? Open source. Mm-hmm. So, like, you sure. basically bid off this animal, and these people with money can essentially do what they want with that creature, take its DNA, make maybe make more. So you have one Ankylosaurus, and now all of a sudden you're going to make a whole ranch or farm of them. And it's also a very rare creature, you know, on the planet. So it's, and like, true. I, true. I honestly thought it should be worth a lot more than 11 million dollars. I was like an Ankylosaurus.
0: Like, come on, like, fifty million at least. Yeah, once one, in, the only one in the world, and, it's and the Indo was million. supposed
1: to be like a hundred thousand, and they were only up to like twenty-eight. Last I heard, so good job on that, you guys. It,
0: it, that is a weird one, isn't it? I think they just boost the prices a little bit, <laughs> and also, I mean, it kind of goes back to what o, um what Ome was saying, what Alex was saying about um the 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 sort of greed that came across mills mm. when he's seeing the numbers go up and it's like mm-hmm. but i think chris brought up this point it's like you have to have a reason to want the money and it's he's just sort of driven mm. by money there isn't really I, I keep. how can anyone relate to that you you, you either have a goal in life the mm. reason you want money or you're like a master plan but he just seemed to be getting pumped because money was coming it's like yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Lockwood had much more money than that anyway. Um, he was he was there to look after Lockwood's estate, as in his possessions, his everything, his business, right? Probably already yeah. rich. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I didn't get the um. I, yeah, he's probably I, yeah, already right,
3: doing. well
2: right. I've been saying like a really similar thing for ages, like ever since the first time I saw it. Like, money is not a motivation. It's what people want to do with money that is the motivation. And it's just kind of, yeah, it's so weird
0: There just wasn't a clear one for Mills um, But the auction scene itself was fun While, you know, pretty much everybody's pointed out How the prices don't seem uh, justified mm. or, or the right amount the, the sequence was put together so well And I still love, while we're missing certain shots That we were revealed in the trailer Or the, uh, the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. uh, the, When Toby Jones sneaks by and runs into the <laughs> lift And the guy's there and he pulls the woman out puts the Mm -hmm. code in it's when he turns around and he goes (sighs) (laughs) does that like head nod Uh, it's just so well acted man he's brilliant Uh, that and that is prime comedy in Jurassic movies because it's not thrown in your face Mm. it's a character legitimately you know acknowledging a situation in a in a comedic way like Jesus Christ we just got away from that that was funny wasn't it and then boom kill it perfect death very earned death that one very good yeah that was on Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it. <sighs> I, that interview, there was. So, somebody sent me the link to a screen rant article about how the more the filmmakers try and explain the, the kind of plot holes or, or the retconning that has mm. happened between Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2. Um, the more confusing it gets, and it tra- kind of trailed off into talking about how the whole end sequence, where you finally see dinosaurs on the mainland, and it's hinting at this is bad. You know, Jurassic World Three is going to have to either capture these, or there's going to be more of them. The issue is the post-credit scene (spoilers) as we all know is tyrannodons arriving at Vegas. So you've <coughs> got this impending. Exactly, you've got this impending. Like, oh my God, are they going to attack? the people of Vegas, this is a horrible scene it's a good way to end a movie but not this movie, because you've already sold dinosaurs to the Russians Mm. you've Mm -hmm. already sold dinosaurs around the globe, so dinosaurs coming as far as Vegas I mean, that doesn't seem so bad in the grand scheme of things, you've got dinosaurs in Russia (laughs) now, you've got dinosaurs across the world the Russia one uh, sorry, the, the Vegas ones it's like, well well, it's it's kind of a weird
2: miles. setup as well because obviously yeah. it starts on the top of it. Te- the, the, okay, it's the Hotel um, Paris Las Vegas, I think, isn't it called? Um, but the way the shot's set up, it's meant to make you think you're in France. So and you know, it's like, oh shit, there are pteranodons on the Eiffel Tower, and then it pans sure. and It's like, oh no, it's just Vegas. Never no mind. I, I don't yeah. quite get the, I mean, the intent there.
1: <laughs> and it's no different than like how Jurassic World Three ended, like.
2: Wait what? And, and they
1: <laughs> how Jurassic World three and I mean well with the tyrannodons flying away yeah no, out no, no, with of the cage <laughs> and Masrani on just in a viral website talked about how apparently easy it was for Hoskins and his team to round them up mm-hmm. uh, in Canada or some shit so like you have a few that are loose in Vegas in a very public like I don't know like like and you've already you've already it's shown not- blue you know at the over et city and which was cool by the way and <laughs> yeah, uh was very cool and like you literally are like okay blues here i'm ready boom and scene and then all the way through the credits then you're like oh wait wait there's more pterodactyls over vegas just a couple hundred miles away from california Rah. oh yeah. now it's the end like eh. it's just like,
0: not it's not an impacting scene and no, it's not no. um it's and that like happens with been with end credit scenes
1: yeah yeah i mean sometimes there's end credit scenes, especially in the marvel films where they do like five of them there's like three out of five of them don't really matter they just throw them in mm. there for fun it's
2: fun yeah but
1: but it's like this has never happened in a jurassic film so what's it gonna be oh just okay cool it's, it's so many people in the well theater.
2: It, I mean, I think there's there's an interview or there's something somewhere where somebody said that it wasn't it was originally part of that ending montage. And then somebody said, "Oh, wouldn't it be fun if we, we put it at the end of the film like a little little post credit tease?" Um, but they, you know, it's kind of weird to take things out of that last montage. There's other shots that were apparently you know deleted, and I
0: don't know. Um, did you did you guys see the report that the Mosasaur shot, which is probably my favorite shot? Um, Stock footage. <laughs> well, it wasn't even stock footage. Universal took it from a surfer down in Brazil or Mexico. Didn't pay any licensing. Took the footage, used it in the movie, and now that surfer, the guy that yeah. filmed that footage, has kicked up a fuss. It's, it's um, credited at the end. Like, I remember seeing it and thinking, "Oh, what? You guys didn't even uh, Phil- film this." <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay so maybe yeah maybe maybe they, they fixed that one or maybe mm. this guy's just trying to cause a fuss to get himself famous but um, I did it was a translated article mm. but I did find that funny yeah. I was like how can a big studio like kind of Wouldn't, not even pay would for that kind
2: not of have been a much better post credit though because the, the whole Mosasaur escaping like being in the ocean and killing people has nothing to do with what we'd just seen happen like it,
0: it you know it, dude it would have it would have bookended the movie mm. so this screen Rant article pointed out the opening scene is the Moser escaping mm. now colin has said online that this happens maybe months say yeah. 6 months after the incident at the park so 4 years ago or 3 years before fallen kingdom starts oh so shit you know what you think of it that way the mosasaur was just sort of swimming around the pacific granted the pacific is huge it's a mm-hmm. big ocean, so fair enough. Um, it could have stayed undetected for three years, but it chose to reveal itself at the very same time that all the other dinosaurs revealed themselves and, and escaped into California. It just seems really um, poorly thought out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that could have really one. happened. I guess at any time, the Surfer incident. It could just be like yeah, th- then and, then and this that would happened. Have
0: changed, that would have changed when. That would have changed the way the story revealed itself because you know if the Mosasaur had escaped and 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 shown itself before the events of fallen kingdom that would have been a talking point for the news organizations it would have been a talking point for the courtroom it would have been a talking point for claire's dinosaur protection group yeah uh, yeah it wasn't so it it, it, it's trying to tell you that it happens at the same time as those other incidents and that
1: would have been actually really cool like having hear Malcolm say something like, "You've already got one loose in the Pacific, and like, that's and taken <laughs> down
0: ships and yeah, killing, and it's like been how many years? People.
1: Like, yeah. how many lives have been lost because of that? Like, when are you people gonna learn? So, and, that, yeah, and I, I
0: guess the, this, this Scream Rant article also, I think it was Screen Rant, also pointed out um, something that we we've discussed before, but how um, the whole opening scene. While I love it, I adore it." The purpose is that they're going to get DNA from the dead Indominus Rex, sure, okay, fair enough. So that Wu can do whatever he needs to do, Lockwood can do whatever he needs to do, or Mills especially can do what he needs to do. But there's a shot at the end of Jurassic World where Wu is leaving the island and he's got his briefcase of DNA and he just designed the Indominus Rex, that was his, the thing that he designed. Why would he not have the <laughs> DNA with him when he left the island? Why would he not have? Why would he have taken every species, but the Indominus Rex? Why would they need to go back for it? I think Chris said Are it. The assets in the asset secure. <laughs> <pod.
2: laughs> he's, he's like, oh shit! I forgot the Indominus. That's the only one I needed.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's again. It, it's convenience mm. is is why it's there. It's convenient, conveniently allowing us to to have that scene.
1: Mm. did Wu go straight from the incident to the basement of this mansion
2: Ooh. no no I've got this I've got this so um, Wu actually had way more scenes um, he shot uh, there's some there's, there is there are pictures of this online he shot scenes in DC being chased off the steps of, uh, of the uh, I forgot the name of the building Capitol building um, because the film sort of hints at this that he was stripped of his like I don't know what do you, a doctorate or accreditation or I don't know whatever you have like, he was shunned by the scientific community, which I think would have been something cool to see to understand how he fell in with Mills. Mm-hmm. But, but then all we end mm-hmm. up with is that little news ticker at the bottom that says former InGen scientist Henry Wu is... And then it says nothing else because <laughs> it cuts to the next scene. Oh, it doesn't even it's say? I, no, know it it doesn't. I didn't even it's see that.
1: Say. Ah, see, yeah, like... And I guess, uh, uh, Alex, you read the book. There's a lot of Wu interaction with Claire... I, I'm about a chapter more... in.
2: <laughs> I'm going slow.
1: Oh, okay. Well, apparently that's a thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it would just be cool to get because, like, you're only giving us like it's like you're throwing Wu in. Be like, oh, he's still here, but what's mm. his intentions? Like, what is it? Why, did, you know, you yeah. well, you asked for this. Well, yeah, but why, you know?
0: So,
3: yeah,
1: but why are you his, doing it? His role in but his role in, in this in one a it's... kingdom is. It's and just... yeah, it's like. And then, and then in Fallen Kingdom, it's like, well, now he's at. It's almost like he seems like he's at a crossroads. It's like, well, I'm doing this because like you're asking me to do it, and but at the same time, like we can't release this to the world. Like it's not perfect yet. Like I'm designing this, and it, you know, like you can't you can't auction off this animal. So it's like, okay, is he? He's obviously. I mean, it's not like he's saying no for the betterment of mankind, but at the same time, he kind of is because it's like, you know, we'll make some more. So will they? Like. That's a bad thing if they make some more. So it's like, yeah,
0: it's like it's ah, are very unclear.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. It's like I,
0: I mean, liked.
2: I know. I think we probably all have very different opinions on this, but I think I liked Wu more in this movie than I did in Jurassic World because it finally, it kind of felt like he was really more self-aware of that. Like the world was catching up with him. Like he was really beginning to get snowed under by all, by like all this mountain of shit. But
1: um, I loved his face when in the sorry, like in the auction. When they were when they were starting off with like the Ankylosaur and the Junior Allosaurus, everything and like you know, like everybody was outbidding another kind of one another, and it shows his face, and he's just kind of like sitting there like, oh, hmm, I'm so proud, like kind of proud of himself, like oh, I love that people love my work, but then it's like, especially when they show the Indo and they know you know they say it's not perfect yet, and he's like, I love that you love it, but it's not a thing yet, so, um, but then all of a sudden he starts freaking out, and then it's like, okay, what is? I guess yeah. What's the intent here? So,
0: yeah. Either way, it's uh, yeah. It's interesting. It, his his role in this movie was was not really needed, mm. and uh, it it came off. It came across a little strange. Uh, I mean, it just didn't. What if it didn't play well?
2: If ironically, it would have made a lot more sense if he wasn't in the movie. If it was just these separate the separate entity, you know, different geneticists and scientists, and that's why they had to go back to the park and you know recover this technology and this DNA, because they- they'd mm-hmm. never done it before. Like,
0: I don't know. Yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah. yeah. But obviously they're keeping him for Jurassic World 3. We know he's going to play a big role. So I
2: guess... <laughs> that whole scene where they knock him out and the guy just like,
0: quick, get him out of here. We're going to have an action sequence. piece. He can't be hurt. Get him out. Get him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's convenience. It's weird. Um, Jurassic World 3, where do we think it's going to go?
1: Uh, Dynatopia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it was I mean a it's show, Sky One because, back in the day. Well, it's like it's like there's only a handful that are released right now. So
2: Oh no, 11 dinosaurs got out.
1: <laughs> yeah, like what you know, what impact is 11 going to do to the world? But it's the genetic power. It's it's
2: Who wrapped up all,
1: who wrapped up all of the DNA at the end? Hmm. Like was it still it was still that team, right? Like it was still that
2: um, we don't know. I mean, who who knows who opened that briefcase? You know, it, this film's very subtle in showing who has the embryos. We see, what, an allosaurus on a truck, an ankylosaurus on a plane? Um, yeah, it's like, wh- I mean, where are they going ship?
1: exactly? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so, yeah, a lot of that will get, a little, I mean, maybe answered. Or or it's just, we won't, we won't know. It's just like, okay, well, now they're out there. You know, there's a few of them in Spain, and there's a few of them in Russia, and there's a few here. And so that's kind of, I don't know. But, like, unless it's mass-produced... Or unless, like, all of a sudden all these different genetic companies now have, you know, obtainable DNA to make their own in a couple of years. And we obviously know that the growth rate can happen pretty fast. So, Mm -hmm. like, it could only take a year or two or three for all of a sudden there to be, like, maybe, you know, some chaos to happen. So, here's the thing I want to know, though, like, because Colin kind of alluded alluded, and not this... this doesn't mean anything but the way he worded it saying that I think that they deserve or now have a chance to be in the third film uh, returning characters do you think it's a good thing or bad thing if Laura Dern and Sam Neill come back or do you feel like that is just laziness you're just throwing them in there because it's like they did in Jurassic Park 3 you know you had Laura Dern in there for just fun but like what was her what was her role other than saving everybody at the end
0: I feel like it makes sense to the story. Now dinosaurs really are out in the world. They were there when this, very, you know, when this whole thing started, so it would make sense that somebody would require their, almost you'd call it expertise or advice or guidance on what to mm-hmm. do. So it makes sense for Sam Neill, for Alan Grant and, and uh, Ellie Sattler to return in that sense. But I was let down by Goldbloom's. Mm role in this one. He played it well, and he was exceptional, but really, I mean, that could have been anyone. It didn't need mm-hmm. to be Ian Malcolm. Um, it, could, it could have been anyone. So, I just hope they're not just thrown in. I hope they're either characters supporting cast members, or they're not there. I don't just want a shot of Alan Grant. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so, Chris, I wish... He was here. But, Jack, I think you maybe know more about the earlier scripts. Because, like, from what I heard a year, like, almost a year and a half ago, a year and a half – shit. A year and a half ago when Chris was calling me up, like, Dude, 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 Goldblum's back. goblin's back. And he had this version of the script where there was the Arcadia and the ship no, was so massive. We... And and, and Goblin was on the ship and was, like, somehow sabotaging the rescue of the dinosaurs like had a huge i mean a much larger yeah. role and a completely different well, we ne- story we never
0: had that script we were we were on a call with somebody who who told us about that script um and that was the reveal of goldbloom and yeah so you know mills line which i love by the way when he accuses claire and owen of being the root cause of all of this right which is great that was a gold bloom line in the script we read it was obviously they 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 kept that on as they changed the script but there were originally two boats you mean there are One two boats with dinosaurs on them <laughs> there <are> two <laughs> boats you all right you stay out of it um, well, you, doesn't you he trust the arcadia. us we haven't even started <laughs> um, <laughs> so you have yeah you have the two boats the arcadia uh, and you have another boat, which was what? So one was a good boat, one was a second boat, but as far as <laughs> one aware, was a good, the good boat. <laughs> boat. Then became, you know, it was. Turns out, it was bad all along. They never went to Lockwoods or California. The idea was to take them to Sauna. Um, and yes, as far as we could tell, Goldblum had a much larger role, and um, there were like flashback sequences in the script. That, uh, that were woo, as far as I remember. Hmm. Um, so the script changed dramatically, and obviously it's going to. That's what happens during mm. pre-production, during development sure. of the script. Um, but it seems like it changed drastically, and somewhere along the line they thought, let's go to California instead, and let's go to Lockwood, let's introduce this character, which, again, I love, by the way. Mm. Lockwood is a yes. really well-played yes. character. Very, very cool. And I almost... Um, didn't you say, Alex, that in one of the drafts, or in one of the scripts, he doesn't get suffocated by a pillow, um, which he doesn't Mills poison. Oh, I
2: don't know about that. I can't say I've ever read I re- that.
0: Where did I read that? I read either on Twitter mm. or in a Facebook group somewhere. But basically, apparently Mills um, put something <laughs> in his IV drip. So, Shit. which is kind of better than uh, suffocating him with a pillow. <laughs> I mean, but, that whole I mean, scene th- is kind of—it's the first
2: like human killing another character on the screen of the franchise, right. and that's that was like actually quite a tough pill to swallow, really, wasn't it? Like, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless you kill, unless you count Nick Van Owen like sabotaging that that whole thing and those people dying. I
1: I always get the novels because I think of Dodson, especially in the Lost World, Dodson, where he's just an animal. Or doesn't he like shove Um, someone
2: out from under a uh, truck or something and they die or something like that? In the Lost World, well, he pushes
1: Sarah off the boat when they're in the stormy, in the stormy shores, like in the like rocky cliffs of the island, like intending to kill her. He's an ass.
0: Yeah, he he's a proper villain. Yeah, for sure. Um, Um, it'd be interesting if Dodson returned, but I feel like at this point they would have introduced it by now Mm. as a competing.
2: Maybe yeah, it's kind of weird. Or Biyosin have never come back. Yeah, like they were this. They're the, the kind of the flashpoint of this whole franchise. You know, if they hadn't done what they did, it would be a vastly different world. Surely,
0: but Jurassic Park would have succeeded. That was. That's a weird thought. Can you imagine that? Yeah.
1: But Biosyn?
0: Yeah.
1: How would it have succeeded?
0: No, the park would have succeeded if Biosyn hadn't been a thing. If they hadn't got Nedry to do oh. what he did. Oh, oh, right, right, yeah, no, you know, yeah. The original park would have would have succeeded, that would be a really interesting, uh, albeit boring film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we like this. Park. I feel like uh, it... you can open it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, but like, well, but then 25 years later, all of a sudden the volcano goes off and bye-bye Jurassic Park. Ooh, controversial.
0: Yeah, very, very. So Jurassic World 3, it's going to be interesting and we know it's going to focus on Owen, Claire and Maisie, unless they completely rewrite it and there's no Maisie. Um, Do you think Zia or Franklin are going to return? Maybe. Maybe. I don't dislike either of
2: their characters. I actually quite enjoyed Zia. Um, I mean, Franklin felt like it really could have just been Lowry, and there was no need to introduce a whole new character. But wasn't it supposed to be Lowry? Have...
0: I've, I've heard that, but I don't know. It's interesting that they would bring uh, Franklin to the island when he really did not want to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, yeah. So it was. It was. He didn't want to go. Why would he go? I I don't get that. Find another tech guy. The the viral (laughs) marketing
2: tries to make it clear that he worked at Jurassic World and was like an IT technician there at the park. And then you watch the movie and you're like, you've never been to this island before, you little liar. But I tell you, I really like what Zia says on the phone um, when she's like, you know, networking and all that shit. She's like, not everyone can afford to spend their life savings on... um, I can't think what she said Was it
0: flights or tickets or whatever
2: And that's a really cool thought that There are still people in the world That haven't seen dinosaurs
0: Yeah because they couldn't You know they, they missed the coupon there <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 10,000 a day 15,000 a day And people will pay
0: it People will pay it And then, and then, there's, then there's the, the merger merchandise, merchandise, no, Which I personally, personally Donald 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 Donald
1: Donald, <laughs> Donald, Donald, Donald. Fuck <laughs> off
0: <laughs> This park was not meant to cater For the super rich Back around Great movie, excellent. Um, so I watched uh, Jurassic Park and The Lost World in four K. Well,
2: those Lovely. who can't see Beautiful. right now, Jack's making like an OK symbol with his hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those not streaming into our live stream video cast,
1: looks good. Looks real uh, good.
0: It looks exceptional. So you looks know good. when we first saw the screenshot when we were in LA, Alex, mm. or we weren't. We we were in uh cambridge chlorine pool no no oh were we no wait 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 i thought we were in the chlorine pool oh we might have been we might have been it might have been that (laughs) night in uh (laughs) where the hell was that uh bakersfield uh bakersfield (laughs) bakersfield yeah bakersfield Uh, i swear we saw some screenshots uh, there because you chris and i were discussing it (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah chlorine pool yeah um but it looked really desaturated and yeah. weird, right? And it's because the HDR wasn't enabled on those screenshots. So mm-hmm. when you watch the movie on the 4K player, okay. you, 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 okay. the HDR comes in. It's the most attractive version of the movie you could get. Mm. It really is as sharp as can be. It's not it's not like exceptional 4 K. I think. But if you're going to stick on the movie and have a watch, watch the 4K one. It's the best you're going to get. And the color grade, it's exceptional. It's as close to the original as I think they... they they could have made it Jurassic nice. Park's quite
2: a grainy film you watch like the the first blu-ray or even the original dvd it's noisy so i think on all these the, the 3d cut they did whenever that was and i assume on this as well they've done a lot of dnr to take that out and sometimes you lose a bit of the detail which is a shame but i
0: understand why they had to do it it's just one i didn't witness that no detail loss no and and as i sent you a, a screen i was watching on a I think a 50 or a 55 inch TV. <laughs> Just watching so, it on my phone so looked great. <laughs> yeah, you know nothing exceptional, but a nice yeah. big monitor that you would have in your living room kind of thing. Um, and I didn't notice any imperfections or any imperfections in the skin. Weak shots, imperfections <laughs> of the skin. Imperfections of the skin. Alan, you see Um No, it looked really good. And the Lost World, the, a really interesting point for those who kind of are into cinematography out there. So Kaminsky lit. The scene where Malcolm goes to Hammond's visit, Hammond in his mansion. You remember that scene? All the white windows are, are mm. fully overexposed. They're bleeding out, and the room has this really, really nice glow to it. Mm. So everything is, is dark inside the room, but everything is glowing. Very ethereal. In ethereal, ethereal. Yeah, yeah it's it's really weird. It's it's um, completely over overblown highlights. Very nice, but in the four K release, they are pulled significantly back. There is so much more depth to the color. And to the highlights in that, that um, it's just not—it's not very bright. It's really interesting. Mm. Is it you better? Can see so or? much more inside Hammond's room. I, it's, uh, you know, it, it's different. I, it's, it, it's the same exact scene. Obviously, it just is a completely different way of viewing it. That was the one scene that really stood out to me. Is wow, I can suddenly see so much of this room. Um, but the four K of Lost World is really great as well. And uh, again, it just. You know, I, I tweeted about it. It just reaffirms that that really is the, the
2: real question. Is what well, I mean? What people opinion. I think really want to know is
0: how did Jurassic Park 3 look in 4K? Mm. As the one I haven't watched yet. Ah! <laughs> uh, I, I really want to see that one in 4K because it was the last Jurassic movie to be shot. No, uh, that's incorrect, but it was the last. It was shot on. It was, yeah. It was shot in, on 35mm. It yeah, yeah, it so um, it's going to look great in 4K as far as I'm concerned. And I think those animatronics. Are gonna look really, really nice in 4K. I'm excited for that. I think I can remember when I first got like an HD TV
2: and I was watching something one Christmas. There was like a a mashup of loads of clips from different films. There's an advert for Sky Movies or something. And there was a shot of Alan Grant um, against that fence in JP3 just before he says, like, run and it gets right up close to his face and it looks so good in HD you could see every pore on Sam Neill's face mm. and when i think of HD and like good quality that's always what i think of
0: oh really <laughs> yeah. that that one that shot one that shot, one shot. <laughs> um. uh, no it's an exceptional set and if you get a chance to pick it up I, I would i would um i would try and watch those movies in 4k cool it's it's the same movie but it's the best quality you're going to get obviously i need but to get it's a 4k very, tv it's a lot of fun. Mm. yeah yeah. so the only reason I have one is because uh, somebody in my family ordered one Amazon messed up Woo! it didn't come so they sent another one and then both came uh, and then they didn't want the other one back because it would have cost too much to send it back so they said keep it
3: ah. wow. so
0: I ended up with a 4K TV and I thought well you know what I'm going to get Jurassic Park 4K I'm going to buy a 4K Blu-ray player because the PS4 doesn't play 4K what's that?
1: Uh, the PS4 Pro does, right? No, or no, only it plays only plays four K games. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's lame. Because so, I have a Pro. Wow. You know,
0: that. be careful with your PS4 Pro. <laughs> the Xbox plays uh the the new Xbox plays four K, but it's expensive compared to the Blu-ray to a four K Blu-ray player. So you might as well just get a four K Blu-ray player. Um, but yeah, it really is a great pack. You guys been uh, playing Jurassic World Evolution? Of course. Yep favorite dinosaur that you've bred so far?
2: You know... Oh. I want to say the parasaur, because it looks really good, but it's a pain in the ass, so I, I don't want to say yeah. that.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, it always wants to break out. I love my brachiosaurs, they're so gentle. Mm. Uh, do you Ten guys dollars. lit your... I mean, a little trade secret. I don't go online and try to, like, find, you know, anything. Uh, tips and tricks, but... So it might be out there, this might be a known thing, but... Uh, I'll just let the uh, brachiosaurs and some of the sauropods just roam free lo- amongst the people, <laughs> so they're not they're not in enclosures. Mm. Like I'll, I'll I'll leave a feeding bin like next to the hotel or next to the innovation center, and leave like kind of like a little park next to uh, you know where they can hang out. But they're in the open, okay. and it works, guys. Like you don't get a notification that shows like they're they're not a danger to anybody because they're peaceful yeah. and people. Are walking normal on the sidewalks, but then like right when they get next to them, they're like ah, and then they and then they go back to they go back to normal. So it works. That, so if you're that's if you're right,
0: DinoTopia right there.
1: Yeah, you can have some species, and every now and again you'll get a little bing that shows there are danger, and it lasts for like three seconds, and it's because one trapped a tourist next to a tree. That's the weirdest thing. Is I'm like, how Forest did you three, end yes. up in my like? How did you end up in my pen? How'd you if, end up in here? Because I, today, I made this and all of a sudden there's a danger notification and it's because three morons are running around in my Spinosaurus paddock and
2: I don't today, know how
1: they got in there. They deserve to die.
2: Today, I, uh, I had a, something broke out and literally as the fence came down, about 50 people ran through the hole into the paddock and I was like, what are you doing? The guys are going to repair this yeah. and then you're going to be stuck in there and I can't get you out.
1: Yeah, you can't life flight anybody that. out. Really?
0: No, yeah. Oh man! But did you guys did you guys Maybe. unlock the uh, the classic Jeep? Yes, and that yeah. was a lot harder than I thought it would be.
2: Yeah, I so I watched day. a few tutorials on
0: it. I watched Best in Slot um, show me how to do it. I was like, dude, y- you gotta give me more detail, <laughs> man! I can't do this. <laughs> um, it's so worth unlocking, though. That driving that Jeep around the park is everything I wanted. Oh yeah, game. it
2: looks so good. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, the the Costa Rican music just makes it even better
0: yeah oh my gosh your brachiosaur paddock and just Mm. low down camera jeep looking up at the brachia brachiosaurus beautiful beautiful yeah
1: that that song that they play that that is from the costa rica scene Mm -hmm. uh i was like that is such a perfect touch to this game because especially when you go to jeep mode and you Mm -hmm. can really hear it yeah and like Ah, it's so perfect. It's that
2: song. And the sound design just... in this game is actually really, really great. I like when you go to like, the control room view and you can hear like computers and people around you talking and stuff like that. Or you mm-hmm. go... And any of the other screens, there's always... you go to the dig sites and you can hear like people chipping
0: away and things like that. It's really cool. Agreed. Sound right. design on this game is amazing. And I think it's one of those things, you have to play it slow. It's a slow game. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. I was telling Alex before we jumped on this uh, podcast... I've been building my park up to a, a substantial place where it's keeping itself level. The dinosaurs are there. Everybody's happy. And then I take a Jeep. I take a classic Jurassic Jeep and I just drive from paddock to paddock and I drive slowly and I drive around my park and I really uh, pull in what I've built. And it's interesting because you see it from this God mode. You know, you're overlooking your park the whole time. When, you, when you're when you on the ground in the Jeep, you really are seeing all these brand new details. You're seeing it from the, from the visitor's point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really kind of exciting about this game is you're getting to live inside that park as well mm. providing you're mm-hmm. in the jeep um, and I, yeah I just drive around and st- fill up the paddocks and watch the dinosaurs take a few pictures and it's, it's nice Kinder. like it it feels very Jurassic Park it would be cool
1: as a virtual reality game
2: oh
0: yeah
1: like if I could just do that dive in like you said be slow chillax but then like have the ability to literally look up and see a brachiosaur or you know yeah. Ha- even when the you're agitating the the carnivores and they run around your jeep and they're like ah that but they don't really do anything to you except sometimes hit your jeep and then you fly a thousand yards and you're like how'd that <laughs> happen um
0: i haven't seen oh, that so, yet. yeah the, the the i took my jeep into the i think it was the dilophosaurus i bred like six dilophosaurus because they love being in packs um and I drove in there, and I was racing away from the Dilophosaurs. And I was like, I gotta feed, I gotta fill up their food quick, quick. quick I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I stopped, and they kind of just move around the mm-hmm. Jeep a little bit, and then you can just drive away. They they, they don't actually attack. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be cool if they attacked the the cars, mm-hmm. but I kind of understand why that wasn't an essential mm-hmm. thing at the end of the day. Like that would make it. You just have to keep buying new jeeps, wouldn't you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or you have—it'd be cool if, like, especially in there, you get like a dirty windshield of spit.
2: Wasn't uh, oh that would be cool? Wasn't that a thing in OpGen that your your little
0: tour vehicles could get like blown up by the dinosaurs? Like they'd be just like yeah, yeah, and you'd have to rescue. You'd have to fly the helicopter and rescue the people.
2: Oh yeah! Oh, you yeah, with the little mm-hmm. life thing. Oh man!
0: Yeah. See, that's that's yeah. one of the
2: things I want them to change about this game to sort of make to do something else with the people because the people just they don't really do anything. They just kind of are there. You know, they don't even open doors
0: and. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I find it interesting that you can't charge how much entry is to the park. Um, you could do that in Operation Genesis. You could could choose how much money it was to get into Operation Genesis, into your park. Mm. I just find it interesting that you can't control it. You can close and open the park, but you can control the cost of everything else within within the park. Yeah, you
1: can change the cost of your tater tots uh, but the price of admission is no. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. But, uh, again, I, I don't have faults with the game. I, I think it's great. Mm. I would love a classic Jurassic skin. I want to go to Blah and build Jurassic Park from 1993. Please. <laughs> yeah i don't want no innovation center i want my visitor center i want to drop mm-hmm. that down and, and feel proud of that and build a lake in front of it and i think i think that would be a lot of fun mm.
1: yeah um, that would be there's,
0: there's a lot more to come this year i mean there's so much jurassic right now am i right yeah i mean there is so much to to breathe in there's a an official book there's a, the evolution of claire there there is a a movie there is so much more in the works. I think it seems like
2: every day something new. So, like, last night, Chronicle announced that they're going to make an official Barbasol can. Today, I think Amazon dropped, like, an audio game thing for Alexa or something like that. Um.
0: It's everywhere right now, this movie. Yeah. And it's making its money. If you check out JurassicOutpost.com, you'll see a summary of all of the box office, pretty much. You'll see a summary of the 25th event. You'll see a summary of the movie. You'll see... So... It... If you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you want to vent yourself about the movie, you want to talk about it, you want to share your review, head to Dress Scout Post. There is an uh, article on there where you can share your review in the comments. I think it's 70, 80 plus right now, people sharing and discussing each other's reviews of the movie. That seems to be a good good, good place to share your, your review, and there's no limit on how much you can write, so get in there and uh, and write it up. Yeah, it feels...
1: It feels so different this time, you guys. Like, if you, we bashed Jurassic World in a way that was just like really, not well, not necessarily harmful, but like, you know, the way we talked about it it was clear how we felt about about Jurassic, and it's just funny how now we're we're still just very much in like this limbo stage of Fallen Kingdom of like, is our opinion gonna change a year from now, where we're just gonna be like, no, it's shit, it's (laughs) absolute shit, or are we still gonna be like? My opinion is I watch it, so <laughs> Yeah, it's it's
2: just it's
1: like it's it's definitely setting itself apart, which is cool. I think that a lot of us are just still like taking that in for what it is, and like which is fine. It's just you know maybe the way it could have been executed is you know arguable. Um mm. But you know, Jurassic World Three, I say bring it on. I very interested to see where it's gonna go.
0: Yeah, let's, let's see what Colin's going to bring to the table Because I definitely didn't expect him to return as director So I'm curious as to what he is thinking about this one What he's going to do this time around How he's going to change it up Yeah, yeah. I'm curious <laughs> I really am curious uh, Is the movie going to feel like Jurassic World Or is it going to feel like Fallen Kingdom Because they're very different movies mm. Or is it going to feel like something different entirely from that?
1: Well, and Spielberg even said it's like the hardest part about this franchise is to make a movie that's completely different than the one before it, but still have it feel like every movie before it. And that's a daunting task um, for any director, I think, or writer. Um,
2: Sequels are hard, guys. <laughs> but yeah we're,
1: yeah, we're talking about Jurassic World or Jurassic Six, so like... Jurassic yuck. Jurassic's, so
0: yeah and I think that's one thing you can't take from Colin is that he has revived this franchise he is active and he's engaging and this is something mm-hmm. I've written where did I realize? I love that I wrote this in some article somewhere on Jurassic Outpost <laughs> about how Colin is still after all this time engaging with fans and listening to fans mm. and talking with them on Twitter, and that is rare. That really is rare, and you can only credit him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we met him in LA. He was one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. And yep. even if you know, we have our issues with Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, and this is explained. You know, we've all said this ourselves as well online. Is that we are kind of biased in that we grew up with the franchise and we we have our own view of where it should go. So take everything we say, you know, don't take it to heart. But um, Colin is. He he's keeping this franchise afloat, and he's um, he's world building. There's so much more coming from this. Uh, you know, we wouldn't have a video game right now. We wouldn't have a book. There's a lot to indulge in, and uh, mm-hmm. even if the movie wasn't exactly for you, there is so much else. Um, where you, there's there's a lot of other places to get your Jurassic fix, pretty pretty much. You know, and there's a lot to
1: take away from this film as well. I I, I still feel like there's a lot. It can, con, it contributed to, but, it, yeah, we just have our opinions. <laughs> yeah. our and opinions. And I'm
0: again, very, very pleased that uh, people are enjoying the movie. It's the same with Jurassic World. Like, you know, people enjoying it is the one thing I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see. I'm glad not everybody is negative about it.
1: Yeah. I mean you know it's kind of interesting too like we're in a time where the directors and writers of movies especially Star Wars are a little more outspoken uh, with the fan reactions to their films Um, like the controversy with the actors and the harassment that they get but not only that like movies that the directors themselves are getting or the flack that they're getting and James Gunn said something or or there was a conversation (laughs) uh about how like opinion is one thing, but like we have to all remember as fans that these movies don't belong to us and that Mm. it's going to, it's going to speak to a a certain demographic and it just might not be you. And no matter which movie comes out after this one, no matter how good it is, nothing can touch Jurassic Park and your love or asphyxiation or, you know, nostalgia for that film or dress or the lost world, you know, nothing's going to touch that but yeah you know you can come you can come to an area that like you know gives you the feels or comes close or you know is different but it's still the same and so like fallen kingdom does that in a lot of ways but it's not perfect in my opinion and like you said jack i like i i love where colin's taking it or not necessarily taking it i love the revival uh dinosaurs are you know are back they've been around now for a, few, for a few years since Jurassic World it seems to just be something that everybody loves around the world um people just love dinosaurs and yeah I won't and people stop are
0: happy this franchise is back
1: yeah I won't stop seeing it that's for sure so
0: absolutely and I would highly advise pick up the 4k versions I, I really would uh, they they are exceptional and uh after all this time, you know, I, I don't actually get to watch Jurassic Park and Lost World often and when I do, it's always like, Oh my god, yes, this is why I love this franchise. This mm-hmm. is what it's all about. Um, so I'd recommend that. But guys, it's been great speaking with you. Unless you have any final any further thoughts you want to bring up, there's probably a lot we have we have skipped over. <laughs> there's
2: a lot happening, it's a big year and it is a pretty good time to be a Jurassic fan. Like even if you don't love everything, there's probably something for you. So uh maybe just like enjoy it while it's here because Yes. It can't last forever.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a great way of putting it. Yeah. There are there are there is so much to indulge with and uh five years time it could be quiet on the Jurassic front. You I, just don't know.
1: I do love walk I was walking in Target yesterday and I love just kind of seeing like the giant T Rex billboard and mm. like even Jurassic clothing in the baby section and in, in the girls section of her kids. Like I remember seeing that stuff when I was a kid and it hasn't really, you know, like the merchandise, especially just kind of seeing that it brings a smile, especially just, you know, as a dad, I was like, Oh, I almost want to get this. Like, you know, my son, he's almost eight months. He's eight months now, actually in a couple of days. And, oh, uh, you know, I'm like, do I want to get this shirt for him? I'm like, uh, no, nah, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. But I love seeing that it's back. And at least, you know, some form or fashion so i mean and it's definitely here and Jurassic park is still relevant like you said 25 years still a lot to come out for this year so like a lot of stuff to look forward to yeah, yeah Peace.
0: um but it's been great speaking with you guys and if you're listening to the if you're listening you're listening to the in general podcast check out jurassicoutpost.com and all of our social feeds for more information Things we've missed, things we haven't spoken about I'll definitely check out the Japanese Pop-up restaurants that are serving Jurassic World food Oh my god, looks exceptional You, you also get uh, three lines of cocaine With one of the burgers so <laughs> There really is something, there's something for everyone Let's go um, <laughs> Let's hit it Anyway, we're off to Japan, the three of us um, Nothing to do with the cocaine, I promise uh, So we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, But yeah We will hopefully speak soon and have Chris's opinion on this movie as well as all (laughs) of the other Outpost writers who have seen it from varying times. I think um, it's interesting as well because Alex and myself saw it much earlier than um, those in America so we kind of bit our tongue a little bit with talking about it online and I think, yeah, just timeline-wise for getting a podcast recorded has been difficult. You know, I was ready on the 7th of June uh, to record mm. my thoughts, but I was like, "Let's wait. We'll wait for everybody to see it. We'll wait for the world to see it." On the world other than Japan, am I right? No, has I think seen the movie. I think it's out everywhere now. I think, I think that's it, isn't it? But it was July for Japan, was it not? It was July yeah, like third or I something. Thought
2: the, I thought the cast had just been to Japan where they did that whole heart thing? I,
0: was that not Japan? I think that was or just the premiere. For the, oh, okay. For the release. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I could be wrong, but. uh it's out worldwide now. Share your thoughts on our website or share, share with us on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I will uh, I will catch you on the next one, guys. Yeah. Sounds Peace. Good. <laughs> <laughs>